my kings good morning good afternoon good evening whatever time of the day it is that you have tuned in to another episode from your girl me <laughs> mary's daughter guys it's another tell the truth thursday black history month edition I am bringing to you each and every Thursday in the month of February little known black history facts about a legendary African-American woman or man, or I'm going to bring you just little known black history facts about black people. Um, last week um, was perfect covering Miss Claudette Colvin, who took a stand. <laughs> she sat to take a stand and refused to give up her seat after paying her share, after just learning about Sojourner Truth and, and Harriet Tubman and, and those historical figures in her school. She felt the weight of her ancestors telling her to stay seated nine months before Rosa Parks. So, my kudos to Miss Claudette Cloven for the mark that she made, even though we know more about Rosa, Miss Parks, than we do about Miss Colvin. Today, guys, we're taking it all the way to the West, y'all. <laughs> Everyone grab your spurs, grab your saddle, grab your hat, grab your boots, and let's get going. <laughs> Today, you guys, I wanted to bring a little known black history fact. And let me say this, this doesn't mean that no one knows about these things. You listening may already know about what I'm about to tell you. And I encourage you to spread the news, spread this podcast, talk about it with other people. What is funny about what I'm going to bring up is growing up in High Point um, in J.C. Morgan, it is a project public housing uh, place, which I loved. I still have the greatest memories of my childhood were in 1317 Dartmouth. But also some of the worst growing pains were in that house as well. But one of the highlights of growing up with my mom and dad and my brothers and sisters is that my mom and dad introduced us to so many different avenues of music and, and theater and movies. We listened from everything to classical music, to jazz, to um, country, to obviously gospel um, music, to the old school gospel music, you know, from soundtracks to movies, and we listened to comedy specials on the, um, on the, um, oh my word, I've forgotten what it is, the, the, um, guys on the wax black thing what are they called records omg oh on a record guys a record player 
we we heard the Jackson Fives on the record player. We heard Purple Rain on the on the record player. We heard Eddie Murphy's comedy special, which we probably shouldn't have listened to. We've listened to um, Eddie Murphy party all the time. Party, yo, that was on the record player. Like my dad and my mom kept music and culture in our in our house, and I love them for it because I'm like. We're, we are well-rounded black children, <laughs> now black adults. But guys, coming to you today on this Tell the Truth Thursday, February the 11th. Oh my gosh, we're days away from Valentine's Day. Should I talk about Valentine's Day as a single woman? Hmm. Let's see. Motivation Monday. Let's see. Let's talk about it. Guys, we're going back now to Tell the Truth Thursday. Let's talk about the wild, wild west. And I'm not talking about Will Smith's movie that was perfect and hilarious, by the way, which is still one of my one of my favorite movies, even though, I don't know, I think it's corny, but I love that movie. Let's talk about cowboys, those westerns. Let's be real. Let's tell the truth. You think of cowboys. You think of western. You think of Clint Eastwood. You think of desert sand, gunfights, pulling the trigger real quick to kill the opponent. You think of horses galloping through dust trails, all that good old saloons and women in big old dresses, sweating, everybody's sweating. Men have their shirts unbuttoned and the bad guy is always coming in like I'm the bad guy. And the the, the cowboy hero has always just got his head cocked to the side, hat down. He's the one that's the quiet one. He takes a shot of whiskey before he stands up and he's like, I don't think you want to do that right now. Something like that, guys. <laughs> I entertain myself, y'all. I have the most fun most of the time by myself. Anyway, so... That is what I think of, and that is what I was introduced to as a child. Clint Eastwood was the staple for our country cowboy. I loved the, Magnif the uh, Magnificent Seven. I love the new version of it too, with uh, Denzel Washington and Chris Pratt, and um, some other. There's a lot of other characters that are uh, no, well known. I just forget their names. Anyway, um, I love the Magnificent Seven with Yul Brynner. Can we just take and highlight Yul Brenner? I don't, he's not black, but he was hot and short and ethnic and amazing. And The King and I is one of my favorite movies. No, I know every word, every song. Yul Brenner, shouts out to you, rest in honor. Yul Brenner was, I, I fell in love with him as a little girl and I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm not supposed to. But he was in Magnificent Seven with Clint Eastwood. And then there was The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly with by Clint Eastwood. Like, there's a lot of westerns that we saw and then there was like Bonanza and um, different little shows that came on that were all about western cowboy culture and I never saw black people. I never saw ethnicity unless it was in the Native Americans stereotypical they're coming to raid something and the good old white cowboy was here to save the day. Now, I'm not trying to ever dishonor anyone's legacy. 
I actually like Clint Eastwood, despite whatever political, whatever things is going on. I don't really, I know him as the actor. I don't really want to know him as anything else, really. I just like his work of, of um, cinema. I think Cowboys, I, we all know that everything comes, most things do come in other cultures. Cowboys aren't just white men in Texas. Cowboys aren't just good old white men in Texas or Oklahoma. There are black cowboys and cowgirls, cowwomen. I, I don't know what you call yourself. Is it cowgirl? Is it disrespectful? Disrespectful to say cowgirl? Someone let me know. Email me, Facebook me, Instagram me. Is it disrespectful to say cowgirl? It just sounds weird to say cowwoman. But we say cowboy. I don't say cow man. Anyway, I believe there are all shapes and sizes and colors of different everythings. We just don't know about them. They're not popular. So, what I'm here to say is that, in fact, one out of every four cowboys were actually black. They were African-American men. And actually, it is a believed, suspected, alleged, alleged that the Lone Ranger... You know, the Lone Ranger with his sidekick, the um, Native American sidekick. Um, oh, man, this Thursday, my brain is on pause. What is the Native American that was with the Lone Ranger? Ugh. Anyway, there was a Lone Ranger and his trusty sidekick, the Native American guy. And with the trusty steed, um... The, the horse, the silver, all that, uh, the, the horse and all that. And it is believed, alleged, suspected that actually the Lone Ranger was based on a black African-American man, a real man named Bass Reeves, who was born a slave, but he escaped to the West during the Civil War. And now keep in mind, he was not alone in his venture to the West, guys. The, the Wild West, much like America, brought out this story of move here and you will find gold. There, The life is better here. And kind of taking that for a black person, an African-American person in the 19th century, you're going to want to go where you're going to be loved and respected and, and can build some wealth. And the wild west was going to give me that i'm going to go so bass reeves again was not alone in his venture over to the west um so during the civil war he escaped over to the west um he eventually became a deputy u.s marshal and honestly he was one of those jack of all trades he was an expert marksman um he Here's where the Lone Ranger comparison comes in, where people believe that the Lone Ranger character came from him based on his story, because everything the Lone Ranger did, the marksmanship, the accuracy, the, the, the confidence, Bass Reeves actually was in his actual character. Not to mention, he did have a Native American companion Little is known about the, Ameri the Native American companion. And so, if I'm 
back in the day and I see this man, I would see a great character. I would take from that too. And as a director, executive producer, I don't know what they called it back in those days, probably same thing. Um, you are able to play up on that. And there, here comes the Lone Ranger. What is his son? Y'all, I'm going to get his sidekick's name. Next Tell the Truth Thursday, I'm going to have his name. I should, probably should just look it up while I'm talking, but it was not a unique story from the Lone Ranger. Like, the Lone Ranger isn't some out-of-the-blue story, you know? And so, over in the Wild Wild West, I guess the question is, you guys, would you, let's think about it, let's go back in time. Would you have gone out to the West to escape your situation that you were in? If you're not black right now, you're white, you're Asian, you're, you're not black. How about that? Let's put ourselves in a black person's shoes. In the, in the 19th century, maybe a little bit before that, you hear tales of grandeur in the wild wild west would you have gone out to the wild wild west would you have gone out to the wild west to seek gold and and respect and and wealth and all that stuff i would say yes the unknown and and the thought of having more than i have now would make me say yes i'm gone goodbye i will escape i will try to do my best Shoot, Harriet Tubman led hundreds of people out of slavery through the Underground Railroad with just a thought, with just a, I've heard that the, that the North gives us freedom. The North is where I can build my family and escape and be respected. Just off of hearsay, she risked her own life. So now, going far more than Harriet Tubman years, I would, if I had to put myself in those shoes, I would travel. I no, no doubt. I'm sitting here in 2021 thinking, hmm, is there a better place than America? And don't get me wrong, you guys. I'm not. I love the United States of America. I was born here. I am an American. But I always think to myself, is there a place that I can go? that I can maybe find more, do more, out of North Carolina even, out of the state, out of the country, those thoughts have crossed my mind. It's, it is tell the truth Thursday and I wanna tell my truth. I have thought about moving out of the country since I was a little girl. Guys, I was supposed to be the sister that was in another country, raising a family, speaking different languages, maybe not myself, but maybe my kids having my family come and visit me so the the don't get it twisted and don't don't find yourself wanting a different life or something more and thinking to yourself that you're wrong or you're not American for thinking that way no if there is a place for you where you can grow and 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 thrive I say seek that place out so these cowboys sought that place in the wild West. It said that some facts about 
when they got there and while they were there, little kind of formal segregation in frontier towns and, and it was like, mm, little did they know they get over there and a great deal of personal freedom was what they sought after. But then slowly but surely, those little forms of segregation happened where the black cowboys were expected to work more, to work harder. They had the rougher jobs, the more hard kind of pressing jobs were given to the African-American cowboys. like there was a very I believe there probably was a great deal of respect I'm thinking more like a soldier soldiers see the the goal they see the job they don't see that their brother beside them is black Korean Filipino Mexican Dominican Puerto Rican and Native American they see you're my brother in arms you're my sister in arms let's go out I believe the same is true for every type of job. There is a, there is a camaraderie. So guys, there was a little break in between there. I know in podcast world, that probably wasn't even a break. Like you guys didn't notice that I cut my phone off or I cut the episode off. So um, every morning, I think I've explained this, every morning me and my best friend talk on our way to our jobs. And so while talking to her guys, literally she answers the phone and I'm like, Santo! That's the name of the Lone Ranger sidekick guys. I think I gotta Google it, but it came to me like that. And my best friend's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, Lone Ranger was based off of a black man, a real black man, um, allegedly, <laughs> supposedly, um, and you know, Lone Ranger had the sidekick. Anyway, it was Santo. So anyway, guys, like I was saying, there's that camaraderie that was built between cowboys, you know, and while I do believe there was that respect there, um, I also believe though that, and from reading, sorry, it's not just my belief, it's me reading that while there is that camaraderie of we're cowboys, we're out here, we're roughing it, the black cowboys were still the ones that had to do most of the work, breaking in the horses, you know, um, going kind of first when there's flooded areas and streams and all of that stuff. They had to be the ones to go first. It wasn't an all-in, let's all go through this muddy, murky, whatever. It was send the black, you go first, just in case type of thing. And so, and <laughs> when I was reading, speaking of the word cowboy that I keep saying, it is believed that the term cowboy was originated from the derogatory term cow hands that were used to describe black cowboys. Oh, they're the cow hands, you know, 
when they were talking amongst themselves. I'm sorry. I do believe that certain white people go home and use the N-word to their colleagues and to their family. I'm sorry. I do. I do believe there are deep-seated, rooted, racist white people who, when they're away from black people, they don't probably use the N-word. They probably talk a lot of smack about black people. I'm sorry. That's what I believe. And I... I just, I know it to be true, I guess. I know and have heard stories from my white friends of the, who have parents or um, family members, uncles that use that word, but work with predominantly black people. So I'm not trying to cause division or anything like that. I'm just saying, I know this to be true. So cow hand was probably a word that the cow, the white cowboys were like, yeah, when they're talking to the other people, yeah, that's the cow hand, you know, but to the black man, yeah, we're all cowboys, whatever. So on this Tell the Truth Thursday, guys, cowboys, let's take the time to go and invest in learning our culture. If you're white, I want you to go out and learn something about your own family. Learn something about your, your culture, you know? And then tell your tell your people, talk about it, guys. These Tell the Truth Thursday moments are for us to start bringing to light those facts and to then start sharing it with those around us. Black cowboys, it just makes me so proud to know that as a black woman, that black people have just been in everything. And it's just because we don't talk about it because growing up, it wasn't the norm. It was to hide away those black characters and black men and black women who really did the work but got no credit for it. That's what these Tell the Truth Thursdays are about. I want to shed light on these little known men and women, these little known facts, so that we can start knowing the truth, living in our truth, standing in it, being proud of it, changing it if we need to, changing the narrative going forward for our future generation. And on that note, guys, I'm going to end it right here. I love you all so much. I thank you for rocking with me. I thank you for supporting me. And as I always say, guys, love yourself first, love each other, because we have no idea how long we're going to be here on this earth. I love you all. Thank you for rocking with Mary's daughter. Have a great day.